Now, I know you've been enjoying this episode, and you're probably thinking in your head right now, damn, Apex, what is it now? What, what, what do you got to tell me about now? I need to tell you about recording your own podcast and getting it distributed only by using Anchor. All right, so, so let me explain. See, first off, it's free. Also, there's certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, your tablet, or your computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts, CastBox FM, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place, and that's Anchor. So make sure you go download the free, free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, my faithful and fellow listeners. Welcome to another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I am your host, The Apex. Today's episode, I'm, I haven't talked about this in a while. It's usually one of my favorite, well, I guess it hasn't been too long because I talked about it last week, but one of my favorite subjects to discuss, relationships. I want to talk about relationships real quick. I listened to some Wale. I'm in my feelings now. I was in my feelings last night, and I didn't record an episode like I wanted to, and I listened to some more Wale today. I'm in my feelings again, so let me talk about relationships, all right? I want to talk about relationships real quick. Now, it's not so much of giving horror stories of past relationships or anything like that. It's more so advice to the youngins, to the youngins out there that think that they're that they're so much in love and that nothing can break this bond and then after 3 months you really you're really ready to just move on from that person because y'all had an argument and the honeymoon stage is over and you know what you know what I'm going to do sweetest day was like last weekend i think or something i never paid attention to that day ever my birthday's on valentine's day right I never paid attention to Sweetest Day because Sweetest Day was the poor man's Valentine's Day. So I never gave Sweetest Day any credit. Now, I, I might end up making a whole series going through the stages of relationships. You know, you got you got the courting stage, you know, that like you're trying to you're trying to woo her. You're trying to woo him. You're trying to impress her. You no, you're trying to, you're, you say thank you and I'm sorry a lot of times. And sometimes you don't really mean it. Sometimes you, well, well no, 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 no. In the beginning, you do mean it. You you mean it in the beginning. You know, that's the corny stage. The honeymoon stage, you're not saying sorry. You're not saying, you're saying thank you, but you're not saying sorry. Because y'all aren't arguing over anything. Y'all aren't arguing. Everything's fine. It's the honeymoon stage. It's the honeymoon stage. Everything's going good, y'all. Y'all wearing matching outfits. Y'all standing in lines to get Jordans together. Y'all making funny little videos on YouTube. Y'all taking pictures together on Instagram. And y'all putting funny captions and emojis around each other and heart eyes and all this. Batting eyelashes. All that, all that stuff. All of it. All that stuff, right? But then you get to the day after the honeymoon you get to the day after 
Now, see, in a, in, in a wedding, not a wedding, in a marriage, it is said that the first year is the hardest. They say the first year is the hardest. But nobody's getting divorced in year one. Usually people are getting divorced in year 10, year 12, year 15, year 9, year 6. Year one, to me, year one is a difficult stage. It's not the hardest. Because in year one, especially if y'all didn't live together up until you get married. Because when you live with someone, that's when you 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 see their their flaws are magnified when you move in together. Your flaws are magnified. Like if you're if you've been dating someone, right? For let's say you've been dating someone for six months. Now, let let me let me let me get this out here, right? Let me get this out here. Six months is not a long term relationship. I get it. This is the microwave generation. Six months is not a long time. Six months is not a long time. Six months is half a year. And a year isn't a long time. Two years is not a long time. You want to know why two years isn't a long time? Because my son is two. He's going to be three in December. Two years is not a long time. Two years can go by like that. If you didn't hear me, I snapped my finger. Two years and go by like that. The longest relationship I was in was for five years. Four and a half. That was the longest relationship I've been in. Is that a long-term relationship? Probably. In four years, you can see the change. In four years, you can see a physical change in someone in four years' time. In four years, you are not going to look the same. Well, at a certain age, you, you start to just look the same. And then every ten years, you start to change. But when you're in your low, early 20s, mid-20s, every four years, you're going to see a physical difference in yourself. Hopefully, you've matured. Hopefully, you've grown spiritually. But physically, you can change a lot in four years. Men don't stop growing until they're 25. I got with one of my exes when I was 19 years old and we broke up at 24. I changed physically a lot. A lot changed physically for me. She started to mature more in the face. Not that she was old. She was two years older than me. But not that she was looking old. But you could see physical transformations in her face. I my beard started started to grow more. You physically can change a lot in 4 years. 1 year, 6 months, 9 months, 2 years is not a long-term relationship, people. That's not long-term. That is not a long time. Stop thinking that that is a long time. You can learn a lot from someone. You're still learning someone in two years. You think that you're going to see the whole person in two years? Peep this. Check this out. Check this out. If we're dating, right? If we're dating. If I'm dating someone. 
And I'm 27. I'm 27 years old. I've been alive for 27 years. 27 years I've been alive. You've been alive for 27, 26, 25, 28, 29 years, whatever, however old that anybody can be, right? You expect to know me in two years? So when people say we've been together too long for for you to be acting like this or what are you talking about? I, this is me. It's just every day you're with me, you're going to see more of me. This is just a side of me you didn't know existed. That's all. It's been there. You just didn't see it. I don't know when you stop learning people because you learn about yourself every day. And if I've been alive for 27 years, baby girl, you got some catching up to do. There's a lot about me you you don't know. A lot about me. And there's a lot about you that I wouldn't know. There's catching up. You can't expect to learn somebody after being with them for a year. But I will say this. When you move in with someone and you've been living together for a year, that's almost like four years right there. Because now you're seeing them every day operating in their element. Maybe she's a bit more messy than you thought. She's not as quick to clean as you as you as she probably led you to believe. Like she showers, maybe she doesn't really clean up after herself too well. Maybe you've been dating this guy and you've been around him every day and now y'all living together and you realize there's an odor about him that you never knew existed from him. Because whenever you're with him, he smells nice. Oh, but now, see, you're with him every day and y'all just chilling in the crib. Now he feels like, I can go a couple days without showering. I can go a couple days without taking a bath. You know, I ain't got to bathe myself every day. We in the house. We ain't going nowhere. But when we're going on dates, yeah, I'm going to shower for you and I'm going to smell nice. You know? Maybe there's, maybe you didn't know. That she farted in her sleep. See, now you know that. Maybe you didn't know that she snores. Or maybe you didn't know that he snores so loud. Maybe you didn't know that he's not that good with money. Maybe you didn't know that she was so clingy. Because usually y'all go on a date, y'all hang out, then you drop her back off, and then that's it. You don't see her again until tomorrow. Now you, di- now you didn't know that she was all up in your space. Maybe you didn't know that he was so, so hands-off. Maybe you didn't know that. But when you're with someone every day, you start to pick up new things about them. That you didn't see before. Because it's a difference between being with someone every day. And just being with that person for about three and a half, four hours. There's a difference. For three and a half, four hours, I'm a grown man. 
I can behave myself. I can be clean. I can be polite. I can be funny all for four. Give me four hours. I can do it. I can do it for four hours. I mean, I can do it all day. You know, I can text someone all day and try to crack jokes all day. I can do that all day. But for but for four hours? Oh yeah, I can give you my best material for four hours. Easy. For her? Oh yeah, she can be all giggly and cute and everything for four hours. She can give you four hours. She can give you that. She can give you four hours. But then there comes those days where she doesn't feel like dolling up. Where she may feel like I'm not going anywhere today, so I'm not even going to bother brushing my teeth today. Shave. Why shave? I'm in the house. See, it's those, it's those ugly times. When y'all not looking and feeling and acting the best. Can you stick that through? Because even that isn't the roughest time in a relationship. That's the part where y'all getting to know each other still. You're still getting to know that person. But now you're dating. You're together. You're in a relationship. So you're still getting to know that person. That's not the hardest time in a relationship. That's not even the hardest time in a relationship. Because now y'all starting to argue a little bit more now. Because now she she's getting on your nerves. You can't stand his face. You need some alone time from her. Now she's trying to go out and kick it with her friends a little bit more. Because she just need a break from you. That's not the roughest time in a relationship. Understanding each other is not a rough time. That's not the that's not the hardest time. Is trying to get to learn someone, figuring a person out, not courting, but getting to know a person, seeing their ups and their downs, their highs and their lows. That's not the hardest part of the relationship. The first year is not the hardest part. The hardest part is when you're about five years, six years, eight years in, nine years in, ten or eleven years in. That that little that little middle part. Now I don't want to say at eleven years your relationship is halfway through, but that you hit that that mark. You hit that point. Where y'all been together for about five, six, seven years. Things are things have become a little stale. You're not traveling as much. You're working more. You've said almost everything that you can say. You've cracked the same story and the, and the same jokes, and now she knows the punchlines in all of them. Does she still laugh? Can I ask the ladies that? If your man cracks the same joke, and you already know the punchline, do you still laugh? When it's 
when she's nagging you about taking the garbage out, cleaning up after yourself? How come we don't go out anymore? Do you tell her that you're bored with it? That y'all been everywhere, y'all done everything after being together for six years? That the spark, the spark is not as bright or as hot anymore. It fizzles out a lot quicker now. You start sleeping on the couch because you need your own personal space. Not every night, but sometimes. Now you're starting to hang out with your friends without her. Now she's starting to take cruises and trips with her girlfriends without you. It's that point of the relationship that's the toughest. Where you're almost a crack in the damn away from just blowing up and letting everything go. It's that point. It's that point when that 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 dude that's been hitting you up, that dude that's been hitting you up, and now all of a sudden you're thinking about responding to that message. That girl sent you a message, dog. That girl sent you a message saying, "Hey, big head." Now you're thinking about responding when a girl's number pops up on your phone and you're. You hesitate to hit decline. It's that point of the relationship that's the toughest. When you feel like giving up, when you feel like walking away, when you feel like you just did everything that you could do with this person and maybe it's time to move on. It's that point. At that point, it's the toughest. What do you do then? Do you tough it out? Do you say we will get through it? Because it's just... It's a dark period. Everybody hits that dark period in a relationship where you feel like, man, we I think we've done all we can do. It, it, it's just a little dark period because on the other end of that, we if 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 y'all can come through on the other end of that, I guarantee you it's easy selling. I have yet to make it through that point. That's why I'm single. I've hit that I've hit that point. I've hit that that part of the relationship, every relationship I've been in and couldn't make it through. Is that point of the relationship where you feel like I just had enough? Do you power through? And some people say you're supposed to. Not necessarily. Because you don't know what someone is made of until you hit that rocky road. When you hit, when you hit that dead end, when you smash face first into the wall. When you when you both fall and now you're looking at each other to who's gonna help who up when we're both down here. Now y'all gotta figure out a plan. Do you give up? Do you weather the storm? 
I'm not talking about cheating. If you want to stay with someone after they cheat, hey, that's all you. Do you, that's fine. Uh, when it comes to cheating, if someone cheats and you choose to stay with them, you are not allowed to throw it back in their face because that's what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is not 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 sweeping it under the rug, but washing it away. That's what forgiveness is. It's it's a clean slate now. Let's start over. Not start over from here, but start over. It's a clean slate. Forgiveness is it didn't happen. So if you're going to be with someone, so if someone cheats on you and you choose to stay with them and you tell them that you forgive them. Now, if you if you stay with someone that cheated, you're telling them that you forgive them. You cannot throw it back in their face because if that's the case, you should have just broken up with them. I had to learn that. I had to learn that. That 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 was mistakes that I've made staying with someone. I had to learn that. You have to move on. Either move on with them or move on without them, but you got to move on. But I'm not talking about cheating here. I'm not talking about cheating. I'm talking about just being in a dark place, like I said before. You're just right now, you're just not feeling the same about that person. Now, if you break up with that, now I'm not telling you. Now, if you broke up with someone, when you hit that storm, I'm not telling you that that's something that you should feel bad about. I'm not saying that that's something you should regret. I'm not saying that that's something where you're like. Man, I probably should have stayed with that person because it probably could have worked because we just hit a dark spot. No, that's not what I'm saying. Because there's some relationships that you're in that you're not supposed to be in. So when you hit that dark spot and it seems never la- and it seems forever lasting, things seem to just get worse and worse and worse. That's not the person that you should be coming out on the other end with. You're the person that should be coming out on the other end different. There's relationships that go bad and people feel like, oh, this is just a rough time. How many rough times are you going to have? God will not keep testing you. God is going now. If it's something that you pray for, if it's something that you really want, God is going to test you to see if your faith relies in Him and pull you out. He's going to pull you through it, not pull you out. He's going to pull you through it. But sometimes God can put storms in your way and a lot of roadblocks in your way, not as a as a test or as a hurdle. But as a sign, like, I'm, I'm trying to steer you in a different direction. Right now, you're going down the wrong route, bro. Sometimes, 
too many dark times and too many storms can be a wake-up call. It should be a wake-up call. It should be a sign. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk a little bit more on it on another episode. I'm gonna talk a little bit more on it. I apologize, everybody. I was really in my feelings. Like I said, I was listening to Wale, and um, yeah, Wale always puts me in my feelings like that. Like he makes me think about relationships a lot. Um, this episode isn't funny. Uh, I apologize. Now, I try to do a little bit more humor and everything like that, but, you know, I was in my feelings and I, I wanted to make this episode and everything like that. But, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm do something funny on my next episode, and then on an episode after that, I'm going to come back and talk more about relationships or whatever. So, anyway, I got to do my plugs, all right? Before I sign off, I got to do my plugs. <clears throat> Are you trying to plan a party? Birthday party, wedding reception, you know what, even a wedding. Or you're trying to travel, you're trying to throw a King Sierra. Go follow What Occasion on Instagram. All one word, What Occasion. Uh, send a direct message. We can, they'll go over quotes with you. You give them a detail what they want. You exchange numbers. You do all that. All right? Go follow What Occasion on Instagram. No matter what the occasion, go with what occasion. Once again, it's what occasion, all one word on Instagram. Also, um, go follow robbery underscore clothing on Instagram. Again, it's robbery underscore clothing on Instagram. You can use my uh, discount promo code BOUT10. It's B-O-U-T-10, the number 10. B-O-U-T, the number 10, BOUT10. Uh, at robbery underscore clothing, he has the link in to his website in his description uh, on Instagram, robbery underscore clothing, or you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter, kid named underscore KG. I have the link to his website in my bio, and don't forget, use discount promo code BOUT10, B-O-U-T, the number 10. Robbery underscore clothing. What occasion? There you go. That, those, those are my promos. I'd like to thank y'all for listening. This has been another episode of Podcast About Nothing. And you know my saying. Mind your business and count your blessings. Peace. When you're a pro, you got to do a little bit of everything. A little. A little. And even a little... And it helps to have something that works as hard as you do. That's why Valspar has a paint for every job, every room, every time. Valspar. You make it happen, we make it possible. Pros, head to Lowe's today and talk to a pro rep about getting up to 10 free gallons of Valspar through our paint trial program. Exclusions apply. See ValsparPro.com for details.